Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And today we are joined by everyone's favorite guest, Leah. It's been a while, so she's here to give her L of the week uh, and just give her thoughts on the infinite, seemingly infinite rumors surrounding the Blues this offseason and trades and free agency and all that stuff. Um, So definitely stay tuned to hear what she has to say about that. But before we get into this episode, make sure to check out rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. All right, Leah, welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Hello. Um, so there's been a few rumors about our favorite team, the St. Louis Blues, over these past few weeks. And uh, the first one, the one that's causing me the most emotional pain, um, but also the most uh, Twitter attention, is that number 91, Vladimir Tarasenko, may be on his way out. Well, how, how does that make you feel? Uh, sad like me? Probably. Yeah, it makes me sad. But when you think about it, really... If he's going to continue to miss games due to injuries, multiple injuries, and not play like we know he can play, it's inevitable that it's his time to go. So we can use his money for someone else and to return to being cup contenders. Because at this point, I can't keep holding out hope that he's going to return to being the same player because we've already seen that he's not. And it sucks. It really sucks. It makes me sad, but it's just the God's honest truth at this point. Not holding anything back. No sugarcoating. I mean, yeah, it's it definitely seems, I want to say inevitable is the right word, but it definitely seems like it is sort of written uh, in the clouds that, that Tarasenko may be approaching the end of his time with the St. Louis Blues. I know, Tommy, you said you come across an interesting rumor on um, everyone's favorite reliable news site, Facebook. I feel like we just kind of have to explore anything at this point really i mean it's the off season so it's going to be about rumors it's going to be about uh hypotheticals and one of the hypotheticals that i saw on facebook circulating was vladimir tarasenko to the washington capitals and the blues get evgeny kuznetsov back in return i'm not really sure how that would look but considering the off ice issues with kuznetsov it would make sense for the capitals to want him out of there i'm not sure it would make a whole lot of sense for the blues to want him into their locker room and to shell out a guy that's uh, like we've talked about on this podcast part of your leadership core and a guy who's given so much to this organization but at the same time i am in the same boat as leah i do think this team kind of needs to move on from vladdy uh, that 7.5 million dollar cap space could be pretty useful this off season and we've talked about it before on this podcast but that no trade clause kind of handcuffs what you can do with him because at the end of the day he has to waive his no trade clause to go to a different team so really in terms of a front office perspective the only way you can move Vladimir Tarasenko without having his say in that movement is the expansion draft and I think that's why for me personally I wouldn't protect him because of the injury history because of that uh, salary keeping him would be great that's fine but using that protection status on someone else like Ivan Barbashev I think uh, would be very beneficial 
to the St. Louis Blues team because you don't you cannot lose a guy like Barbie. You can't lose a guy like Sonny. And you wouldn't like to lose a guy like Vladdy, but I think this team will be all right if he's not there, as we've seen in the last two seasons. I think he had 34 games played in the last two seasons combined. So uh, this team is used to playing without him. And I think they can play without him and play well at the same time. This is such a such a painful conversation. I hate that we have to keep having it, but we do. Um, and like you said, he does have a no trade clause, so that would make it difficult. I mean, I would, you know, if he were to waive his no trade clause, I think a team like Washington would make sense. Um, as we've talked about in the past, like that Russian connection is something that, uh, you know, Russian players seemingly value a lot. I feel like every team sort of has like a, a group of Russians that always hang out together. And I feel like that's something that's sort of lacked for Tarasenko, um, in St. Louis. Obviously, you know, that's not going to be like the, the, the determining factor, but, um, you know, they have their squad over there, Ovechkin, it, you know, Kuznetsov, who could be on his way out, but um, Orlov and then Samsonov. So definitely a, a bit of a squad over there that unfortunately would be a potential good fit for Vladimir Tarasenko. And he would be reunited with his former teammate, TJ Oshie. So could be a bit of a bittersweet move if that happens. But again, like you said, it was a Facebook rumor. So I wouldn't put much, much weight behind it. But who knows? I mean, if he is on his way out, and he does get traded, like I said, it, one of those teams that he could waive his no trade clause to go to would be the Washington Capitals. I could see it as painful as it would be, you know, going to school in DC. It would be a little painful to start seeing people walking around in Tarasenko Caps jerseys, but it is what it is. It's it's a business, and Vladimir Tarasenko's time in St. Louis may be approaching an end. Unfortunately, it is a lot of pain. Like, and we're even witnessing it right now with Alex Petrangelo, like watching him do all of these great things in the playoffs in a jersey that's not the blue note in a jersey that is Vegas Golden Knights like it just seems so strange and foreign but at the same time like have to root for the guy but it's just like it just doesn't look right him wearing that jersey but I think if Vladdy does get moved it would definitely fall into that same category as well maybe even heighten more because of the impact he had on this organization but I think two teams that would make a lot of sense for Vladdy if he does get moved I don't know about the Caps uh, like like we said, this this source in this article seems a little wishy washy, but uh, it does make sense with Ovi being over there. But um, in my mind, what team makes a lot of sense is the Rangers because of the Panarin connection there, uh, and then the L.A. Kings because I know for a fact if L.A. made a significant offer that Doug Armstrong was willing to uh, accept and said, Vladdy, how do you feel about going to? LA of all places he would waive his no trade clause in a heartbeat uh you think so dude I mean I mean going to sandy beaches all the time great weather year round uh play some hockey I mean who's who's gonna say no to that especially Vladdy I think he has a house there if I'm not mistaken so I would see those two teams being in my mind number one and number two fits for Vladdy but I mean it's the off season so anything can happen so would you say would you say LA would be the betting favorites to land Tarasenko if you were if you were the the bookkeeper. Yeah, yeah, I would I would yeah. I would say so for sure. The odds would definitely be negative. If you're like Tommy and you and you uh, want to play some bets down, want to want to play the odds, you got to check out BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info. 
for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their final rounds in the playoffs. Head over to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus along with your first deposit when you use that promo code Locked On. That's promo code Locked On at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And when we return, we'll be hearing from Leah as she gives her L of the week and sort of expanding on that because uh, it's a pretty obvious one, but it's a conversation that we've been having a lot this offseason. If you want to know what it's about, don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. All right, Leah, it's time for everyone's favorite segment, your L of the week. Everyone loves those episodes. It's been a while. So you got you got some ground to cover, not just this week, who, but but for sake of the cont- continuing the the name, who gets your L of the week for for this past seven day stretch or three weeks? Or <laughs> I just, I feel going. so bad because I mean it's just when you think about it, the poor Buffalo Sabers get my L because they are the Buffalo Sabers. <laughs> it's just it, you can't. It just it's just has to happen. I'm sorry, Buffalo. Just everything about Jack Eichel. They're just, they're going to say goodbye to him. God knows where he's going to go. The Blues? Question mark? Maybe. Things seem to just keep getting worse for Sabres fans. Jack Eichel is basically all but out the door. Uh, Reports keep coming in. You know, I feel like over this past week, they've been getting more and more, like, confirming. You know, I feel like when the rumors started, it was like, oh, Jack Eichel might be traded. Uh, the rumblings that Jack Eichel's name might be in trade talks. And now I feel like the the report I saw today was, yeah, Jack Eichel's gone. Uh, See ya. It's it's happening. So it feels like today was like the first time that we saw like a definitive confirmation. Um, besides the one I think it was like a few days ago last week or whatever was a similar similarly worded article. Um, but it, it just seems like it, there's no there's no hope left that Jack Eichel will be in a, in a Sabres uniform after this season. Yeah. So on his on his most recent uh, 31 thoughts, I think Elliot Friedman said that Buffalo is looking to trade. Jack Eichel to a team in the West as opposed to the East, not in their division. So uh, snaps for them. They're finally doing something right there. But other than that, I think there was more reports that came out that said the Buffalo Sabres take a lot of pride in the in the <clears throat> in the scouting they did for this draft and think they have a leg up on all the other teams in terms of how they view the players in this draft. So they're going to be looking to uh, acquire multiple first round draft picks in this draft during a pandemic when it was difficult to scout players you couldn't even contact them so leah i think i have to agree with your l of the week i don't know that is, that is a weird flex in my mind to say oh yeah we've got this down pat and no other, no <laughs> none of the other teams know what we know that seems a little strange considering no one really knows anything about this draft but i know a team who's got a, a fresh shiny 16th overall pick that that could turn into anyone even Jack Eichel. Or maybe Reinhardt. Maybe, maybe Ristolainen. I mean, they do have some pieces over there that could be attractive to the Blues. But I wouldn't be surprised. We talked about it on here on the pod. Gabe talked about it. Like, if the Blues don't really like anybody in terms of best player available with their first-round pick. And obviously, like, it's the, se- it's the 16th overall pick. So, like, realistically, there should be someone better there than there has been in years past because they're drafting higher, right? But this is a weird draft. Uh, They did just lose Bill Armstrong, so their scouting took a big hit right before a year where they weren't really allowed to scout at all. So uh, maybe they just cut their losses, trade down, acquire some pieces, whoever that might be, uh, and keep this train rolling. But it it is going to be weird. I don't I don't really know where Eichel's going to go. I don't think the Blues I don't think the Blues have the pieces 
to get a guy that big. Especially compared to some of the other teams. Right, exactly. Like, if they're talking about Zegris, Drysdale, and the third overall pick, like, they're, nobody's going to be able to compete with that. And I don't think they're going to do that anyways. But even one of those guys is way higher than anything that we have in our arsenal right now, unless you want to throw them like Robert Thomas Zach and Sam. Jordan oh. Cairo. <laughs> Unless you want to throw Thomas and Kairu to them, then they'll probably listen. I don't think any Blues fan in their right mind wants to do that. So it's fun to speculate and see what could happen with Doug Armstrong. Know, and obviously, man. obviously, we probably had the same conversation about maybe not to the same degree, but the Ryan O'Reilly trade didn't seem like it was going to happen either. And Doug pulled off the swindle of a lifetime. So it is very possible that Doug uh, works some magic. But like I said, I don't think it's likely, in my opinion. If you can get Jack Eichel for Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo, as much as I want both of those players to retire as members of the St. Louis Blues, if you can pull that trade off, I think you might do it. As, as, as tough as it would be, it, it's Jack Eichel. For it's Thomas and Cairo? Talent. Yeah. I think Cairo's untouchable this season. I, see, I have to see what he does next season, dude. He played way too well, especially the first part of this season. He was an absolute barn burner and like, not to count your eggs before they're hatched, but he has a similar style of play to Jack Eichel, right? Like he can score, he's a playmaker, and he has an absurd amount of speed and skating ability. So I'm not saying like he is the next Jack Eichel, but you kind of have to see like what you have with him. You can't just like trade him when his when his potential is at an all time high, in my opinion, at least. I don't, yeah, I don't want to trade him, but like. Jack Eichel like is is Jordan Cairo's best case scenario Jack Eichel probably not you know whose best case scenario is Jack Eichel Jack, Jack Eichel, Eichel. <laughs> <laughs> I think Robert Thomas is more likely to get moved than Jordan Cairo this offseason because we're stacked at center for years down the road I think we talked about that on this pod before but in my mind Jordan Cairo is untouchable this offseason but I'm also biased because he's in front true. of the pod. I mean, as is Robert Thomas. So where's the where, where's the love for him? I, it's just the position, man. No, like, I know, I know, I know. And I want him to play somewhere like, where he's like having fun. And I don't think he's That's having true. fun on the third line, in my opinion. Well, hopefully he's got a promotion uh, in store for him. All right. Anyways, a little bit more to touch on on this episode, and we're gonna get into that in the third segment. But before we do, just want to remind everyone that this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? When you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pockets, you can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why spend up to 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rockauto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And when we return, we'll be wrapping up this episode, getting Leah's thoughts on the off-season sort of as a whole because there are so many different ways that it could go. So don't go anywhere. All right, Leah, 
I got a scenario for you. I'm going to have to ask you to use your imagination. So you wake up tomorrow. It's a Freaky Friday situation. You're Doug Armstrong. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Besides, like, looking in the mirror and being freaked out that you're now <laughs> Doug Armstrong. I'm now you know, bald. You're now bald. You can spend a little bit of time dealing with that and, you know, maybe, you know, talking to some people. But after you're done with that, you got to make some trades. You got to make some moves. What do you do? What, how do you fix the Blues this offseason? I pay a lot of attention to Vegas and watching Vegas because I just – I love Vegas and they're a fun team. I want Alec Martinez on the Blues so bad. He is such a good player. Such an underrated player. Can you tell we're dating? <laughs> She's spot on. I think the block shots jump out on the page at you. I don't care about his age. I just care about his production. And what comes, I mean, he had like 10 goals on the season. Yeah, who cares about and his age? Look at what he's doing. That's what, that's what you want. And, and maybe you're going to get mad about like the price tag of like what he's going to cost, but he definitely deserves it because he was, like we said, top of the league in block shots, pretty high up there in terms of point production for defensemen. Uh, and that's, and those are two areas that I feel like the Blues lacked in this season. Um, obviously, you're expecting guys like Tory Krug to step up and have a bounce back year. Justin Falk hopefully can continue his success. Uh, the the future is kind of up in the air with Vince Dunn right now. But yeah, it, it looked like last season he took significant strides forward in terms of offensive production. If he can balance that out with defense, he, he could be a strong asset for this team as well. So bringing a guy in like Alec Martinez, who's I think, probably plays a little bit more like Carl Gunnarsson. He's going to be more defensive-minded than a lot of the defensemen we have right now, and I think that's what this team needs on the back end. So I would love to see Doug bring him in, and I I agree with you 100%, Leah. I can't wait till we spend the entire offseason talking about like three or four guys we want the Blues to bring in. And, and he's bringing someone completely different. <laughs> yeah. this guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we've been saying, there are so many different ways that the blues could attack this offseason especially with the addition of the expansion draft that opens up a completely different method for the blues to either a free up cap space b acquire draft picks um or c all of the above you know if if it's a move like like gabe talked about moving terrors or not moving necessarily tarasenko but exposing tarasenko to the seattle kraken at the at the price of a first round pick or whatever it may be. And then using that first round pick on Jack Eichel, something as crazy as that isn't completely out of the realm of possibility. And as much as it's unlikely and as much as, you know, it's never going to happen. I don't think that we've seen a blues off season where they have so much potential to pull off a huge splash. I mean, since the O'Reilly off season, but even then I feel like that kind of came out of nowhere. Um, I feel like this offseason, everyone's kind of anticipating some big moves, which leads me to believe that Doug Armstrong isn't going to do anything because I feel like he he's always thinking the exact opposite of what everyone thinks he's thinking. But who knows? It's going to be a wild ride. It does kind of seem like that. And there's definitely been times before, like at the trade deadlines and stuff, where everyone's like, oh, Doug's going to wheel and deal and like really turn this team around. And he just like doesn't do, any, doesn't do anything. Yeah, but it also seems like the rest of the league is kind of revving up for a huge offseason as well. And I think if you're Doug Armstrong, you don't want to be the one team. Pace, yeah. Right. You don't want to be the one team that's left behind while every team has a, a massive turnover and a bunch of different faces in the league. And you're just there like, yeah, we got the same guys. We didn't do very well last year. We're in a different division now. It's probably a little more skilled than the one we were in. But I think we're going to do great. This offseason is going to be extremely important for the next you know, decade of Blues hockey, probably, depending on how much they decide to stick with this core and you know, if they were to, if they redefine the core, if we see a guy like Vladimir Tarasenko move, that's like 
you know, the, the, he was probably at one point the number one piece of the core of this team. He's maybe taken a bit of a backseat now at this point, um, but it, it could be a completely different looking Blues team this offseason. Um, and, and, you know, moving forward, it could free up a lot more possibilities. You know, we could see a huge butterfly effect that, you know, a year down the road, two years down the road, if we were to acquire a guy like um, Matthew Kachuk, it could be because of the moves that happened this offseason because, mm-hmm. you know, Doug Armstrong either brought in players that allowed the trade to happen or acquired draft picks that allowed the trade to happen or whatever it may be. But this offseason is going to have implications far beyond just this next season of hockey. And at the end of the day, like we're talking about like exposing Vladdy to the to the crack and in the expansion drafts and stuff. And like it's not really so much for me, at least it's not really so much for the idea to move him to Seattle or trade him to the Seattle or anything like that. It's like you can protect other guys that are more important to this team and I don't think Seattle would take Vladdy. So you're essentially not protecting someone who wouldn't get taken anyway and protecting someone that they might have their eyes on. So I, I think that could be huge for this Blues team. But also if you if you do trade him to a team like the Kings, like the Rangers, uh, and you don't bring back Jaden Schwartz, those two players right there take off $12 million off your cap space uh, for years for, for a couple of years down the road. Yeah, so that is a lot of money. That's a lot of wiggle room for Doug Armstrong to get fancy with. And that gives you a lot of breathing room i guess down the road to make moves that you deem necessary as guys like kairu as guys like thomas progress in their development uh, and we see guys like perunovic guys like wallman do the same this offseason could almost be a mini rebuild while you're still competing it's all up to doug and see what he does this offseason like we've said before i don't i don't envy his position at all because i know for a fact i wouldn't make the absolute wrong move this offseason uh, and it would tank us three years down the road so i'm glad doug armstrong has to deal with it because i trust him more than probably 95 percent of the gms in the league it's gonna be an absolutely wild offseason and we're gonna have it all covered for you here on the lockdown blues podcast but i think that's all the time we have for today leah thanks so much for joining us Always, always providing good content, good insight. Um, hopefully, we'll have you back on soon to give lots more L's of the week because I'm sure there'll be plenty of players and teams deserving of them as the playoffs and offseason continues. But yeah, that's, oh yeah, it's going to be fun. And by fun, I mean terrifying and probably sad and stressful. And a lot of anxiety. <laughs> yeah. A lot of anxiety, but hey, fun. We're having fun. Anyways, yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you follow Leah on Twitter at LeahCK55. Make sure you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Lockdown Blues. Also, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. That way you never miss a new upload, especially because this week was a little bit hectic. Tommy and I have been running around, so we're doing a double upload today. So if you're here in this one, you got another one coming very soon we might be doing a locker room as well which will turn into the episode so yeah lots of fun stuff coming from us make sure you follow me on twitter and not locker room spotify green room at josh hyman nhl gonna get gonna get gonna be tough remembering that that transition but uh yeah follow tommy on twitter and spotify green room at t welcher 15 thank you guys so much for listening make you make sure you turn into that live room that tommy and i are gonna be doing tonight uh enjoy your weekend And as always, let's go Blues.